The Married Woman Who Kept Her Lover in the Attic by Addison Nugent from Atlas Obscura. I'm Mike Delgadio. In April 1930, the Los Angeles Times began publishing what would end up being months' worth of eye-popping details from an exceedingly strange court case. It involved a comely woman named Dolly, her murdered husband, and her lover, a man known as the Garrett Ghost, who, at Dolly's behest, lived a bat-like life in hidden rooms. The story of how the three were intertwined is worthy of the era's most lurid pulp novels. Born in 1880, Valberga Dolly Korschel was a German immigrant who grew up on a poor Midwestern farm. In her early 20s, she married Fred Osterreich, a wealthy owner of a successful apron factory. The couple settled in Milwaukee, but marital bliss was elusive. Fred drank too much, and Dolly was sexually unsatisfied. Her eyes and her appetites would bring a long line of men into her life and sent one to his death, wrote the L.A. Times. One uncharacteristically hot autumn day in 1913, Dolly asked Fred to send one of the factory's repairmen to the house to fix her sewing machine. When 17-year-old Otto Sanhuber knocked on the Osterreich's ornate double-entry door, Dolly, then 33, answered wearing stockings, a silk robe, and nothing else. In the master bedroom, the dusty old Singer machine remained untouched. The same could not be said for Mrs. Osterreich. Their tryst that day marked the beginning of a multi-decade sexual relationship. In the early days of their affair, Dolly and San Huber met in hotels. Soon, they decided to throw caution to the wind and pursue their carnal pleasures from the comfort of the Osterreich's marital bed. But the heartland in 1913 was the epicenter of a moral conservatism that characterized pre-sexual revolution America. The neighbors grew suspicious of the frequent visits paid by a man Dolly referred to as her vagabond half-brother. Dolly had a solution. San Huber would quit his job and move into the Osterreich's attic. Fred never went up there, and the lovers could continue their tryst safely out of sight from prying eyes. The only caveat was that young San Huber would have to abandon all human interaction, save for the tantric time he spent each day with Mrs. Osterreich. San Huber didn't mind. He had no family to speak of, and, as the L.A. Times reported in 1930, he grew to love Dolly as a boy loves his mother. The attic, furnished with only a cot and a desk, became a blank canvas upon which the teenager projected his inner dream world. At night, he devoured the piles of nautical adventure books that Dolly brought him each week from the library. Like the marooned castaways in his favorite novels, San Huber staved off madness by occupying his thoughts with a singular goal. His dream-turned-obsession was to write for the pulps. Pulp fiction magazines were the descendants of the 19th-century Penny Dreadful. For ten cents, readers could satisfy their prurient curiosities with tales of sex, murder, addiction, and madness. Pulps like Agressy, 1882-1978, were famous for cover art featuring half-dressed damsels in distress awaiting a rescue hero. Perhaps, when Dolly answered the door in her flimsy silk robe, Sanhuber saw an opportunity to live his art. By 1918, Sanhuber had been living in the Osterreich's attic for five years undetected, having regular sex with Dolly, and even publishing some of his stories under a pen name. Meanwhile, Fred began questioning his sanity. He heard inexplicable noises coming from the attic, his cigars kept going missing, and he could swear that strange shadows passed outside his bedroom door some nights. He decided to move to Los Angeles that year, not knowing that the phantom haunting his Milwaukee mansion would follow him out west.
Dolly agreed to the move on the condition that the new house have an attic. She sent San Huber ahead, and by the time the Osterreichs arrived, the now 22-year-old was already settled in his new home. In Los Angeles, the Osterreichs' marriage began to deteriorate. Fred drank even more than he did in Milwaukee, and arguments between the couple became violent. On August 22, 1922, a particularly brutal fight broke out, and Sanhuber, fearing for Dolly's life, ran downstairs brandishing Fred's two .25 caliber rifles. He fired three rounds straight into his rival's chest, killing him instantly. The lovers decided to rig the scene to make it look like a home invasion. Sanhuber took Fred's diamond watch and locked Dolly in the closet. Once Sanhuber had safely snuck back up to the attic, Dolly began screaming until one of the neighbors called the cops. The police had no reason to doubt Dolly's story. After all, she couldn't have locked herself in the closet. So the